everybody. I'm Davon Kleist, and we all know that knowledge is power. That's why it's time to power up. The opinions expressed on this broadcast are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio station. And do you believe that for a New York minute? <laughs> I suppose there are still some holdouts, but uh, I don't think it's where it's going. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you're situated on this great, big, beautiful blue globe floating through the void of Yas creation, it is the 13th of February, a Tuesday, and uh, oh my gosh, it's just hitting it everywhere. Oh, to the right, to the left, up, down, sideways, over here, over there. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, it seems, uh, let's go back a couple of days. I haven't talked to you since Thursday. But on Friday, Fannie Willis was, uh, she had to be served papers. She was being subpoenaed. And they had to do it in person because she would not respond to the email, which is way, the way they, the standard way that they do it these days. So uh, anyway, this, is whole, this whole thing with Fannie Willis is breaking open. She and her lover are both being very heavily scrutinized. And, well, they should. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that's about to happen with that particular court case because, uh, well, I, I think that she may not all not only be disqualified to go after Trump like, like she wanted to, but she may even be disbarred. We're going to see how that's going to uh, play out. Okay, let's see. I got so many different things here I wanted to talk about. But right off the bat, and this is kind of important because as we speak, um, Congress is going to vote on whether or not to impeach uh, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, the uh, Secretary of Department of, of Homeland Security. And uh, it's really important that we know a little bit about this, this guy. So, And I touched upon this a, a week or so ago, but uh, I think it's worth mentioning again that, um, well, before I, I lay this out, let's just use some common sense. I realize that it's shunned. I realize that in some places it's almost illegal to think. But uh, we're going to do that. I'm going to break outside of that particular cage and we're going to think. So let's think about this for a second. Let's say that you're a contractor, okay, and you're used to building homes, you know, uh, know, one-story, two-story, two-family homes and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you get a big job. I'm going to, you're going to get a big job of, you're going to make condos, okay? So, of course, you want to have the best uh, team to be able to construct these condos. So, let's say uh, you're trying to find uh, someone who is going to do all the electric. You need an electrician, okay? And you need a good one, because this is a big job, and you don't want to screw it up, okay? So, would you hire a plumber to do that job? No, that wouldn't work. Well, how about how about you you hire a social worker? Yeah, that'll work, huh? No, that wouldn't work either. You want to hire somebody who has some experience in that particular field. Okay, that makes sense, doesn't it? Of course it does. So let's take a look at Alejandro Mayorkas. What is his background? What did he do? What's his history? Well, First of all, he uh, he was a Jewish immigrant. He uh, immigrated from Cuba during the uh, revolution back in the 60s. And uh, anyway, he was a board member 
with the HIAS. Okay, and you could do a little bit of background on the HAIS. And uh, basically, they are the, um, oh, I had it written down and I, I must have misplaced it. But anyway, the point is the HAIS is designed to help immigrants get into the country. All right, he was a board member of the HIAS. And here's an article uh, from 2020. Yeah, okay, they were congratulating him. The HAIS congratulates board member Alejandro Mayorkas on being named President-elect Joe Biden to be the new secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. If confirmed, Mayorkas would be the first Latino to head the department that implements and manages U.S. immigration policies. Now, if he was a a, a part of this organization, HAIS, what do they do? Well, they help people immigrate into the United States, okay? They help, you know, they set up uh, places where they can, uh, you know, get supplied and they, they give them information and maps and, you know, some financial help and all that type of stuff. So, Mayorkas has a history of helping people get into the United States, all right? And he also has the help of the Red Cross and the UN and they all, con- uh, you know, they all coordinate to be able to let all these people come into the country, this is his background. His background is to help people get into the United States. All right? Now, how does that make him qualified to hold a position where he's supposed to guard the border and keep people out of the United States? Maybe they hired him because they wanted people to come in to the United States. Does that make sense? It's sort of like, you know, when the Department of Education was formed, the United States was number one in the world as far as the quality of education. You hire somebody to do a job. After a year, you review their contract and you review what they did. If they're doing a good job, you keep them on. If they do a lousy job, you fire them. All right? So if the Department of Education took over and the United States was number one in education and a year later they dropped to number three, Uh, Well, maybe we'll keep on the Department of Education. Let's see what happens next year. And then we drop to number five. And then the next year we drop to number eight. And then the next year we drop to number 11. And so on and so on. And now the United States, I forget where it is now, but it's somewhere around 26th or 28th in the quality of education for our citizens. So the question is, is the Department of Education doing the job that the government wants? I think so. If they were doing a crappy job, they'd be fired. Well, they're doing exactly the job that the government wants. So apply that towards Alejandro Mayorkas, who's got a background in helping immigrants get into the United States, get through the loopholes, figure out all the easy ways to get in, figure out how to keep them funded and fed and all that type of stuff. And he immediately gets appointed to be the Department of Homeland Security Secretary. Does that make sense? Probably not. Anyway, but that's that's where we're at right now. So, of course, uh, the uh, the vote is going on. I'm not quite sure if that's going on as we speak, but I know it's supposed to go on today and whether or not they're going to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. So, all right, well, that's one story down. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, also, uh, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberger, or Stoltenberg, is coming to the United States... Because the liberal states are concerned 
that other states might get the idea to stand up for their border. Of course, I'm referring to what's going on in Texas. We have an invasion going on, an invasion. Now, an invasion people, you know, they think, oh, that means there's troops and tanks marching across the plains and breaking into a country, and they got, you know, bombs and jets and all kinds of stuff. Well, we're being invaded. Well, you know, this particular invasion doesn't involve all that. It's just masses and masses and masses of human beings crossing across the border without being vetted, without being checked. They're not being screened for diseases. And these people are coming from all over the world and they're bringing illnesses with them, I'm quite sure. But they're just flooding across the country. I mean, flooding into the country. This is an invasion. And, uh, you know, some of the liberal states, they're, they're coming unhooked. They say, no, you can't, you can't stop the federal government from letting these people in. You know, the feds are down there trying to cut the razor wire. How can they possibly be doing this with a good conscience? I don't know. I suppose you pay enough money, people will do anything, right? Because, I mean, after all, God is money, right? Money is God. Saw a bumper sticker years and years ago. It had a, a, a cross, a star of David. It had a crescent moon and a star, and it had an Egyptian ankh, and it had a dollar sign. And then underneath it asked a question: Which one do you worship? <clears throat> and then underneath it says, "Don't answer. We already know." Money is God here, folks. That's where we're at in this country, and that's that's why unless we turn that around. This country's doomed. This country is doomed. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. Um, I've got a bunch of different notes. Which way do we go? Oh yeah, this whole thing about the border, uh, the border wall. Okay, uh, of course Trump was closing down the border, had all the walls all ready to go to finish off the wall, and then Biden gets in or immediately stops everything. You know, I mean, are we being bribed? Are these people being blackmailed? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I mean, you stop and think about it. Is America being held hostage right now? Because they put this bill out there. They, and they said, okay, well, we'll help you close down the border. And But in order to do that, you have to fork over billions and billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine and to Israel. Now, wait a second. Are, are we being bribed or blackmailed so our country's security depends upon if we're willing to give billions and billions of dollars to these countries overseas and let me remind you of course israel gets so much money from the united states they've got free health care they've got free education oh my and all those billions of dollars guess what they bounce back to the united states to the apac the American-Israeli Political Action Committee. So that's sort of like money laundering, don't you think? The taxpayers send the money to Israel. Israel sends the money to APAC, and APAC holds the purse strings on who gets campaign funds. Hmm. And I want to remind you, if I'm banging on Israel, it's not because I'm an anti-Semite. I'm an anti-Zionist. And I have to tell you, folks, since we started talking about this a couple weeks ago, this topic of conversation has gone absolutely nuclear all over the country. Everybody's now talking about Zionism. Hallelujah! 
They're figuring it out. And when you look at the list of all these different people in the cabinet, I mean, Biden's top 10 appointees, you see pictures of them, you know, there's Janet Yellen, Merrick Garland, Alejandro Mayorkas, and beside each one of these, there's a star of David. Now, some people would say, hey, if you've got a problem with that, you're an anti-Semite. You hate Jews. No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with Judaism. Nothing to do. Uh-uh, don't wrap yourself in that, in that religious flag. It's Zionism. And Zionists have been wrapping themselves in the flag of Judaism so that they can get away with anything that they want. You don't dare, don't dare to say anything against them or else you'll be labeled as an anti-Semite. In fact, let me see, there's another no- news story here. Oh, yes, is and this comes from uh, G. Edwards Gr- Griffin's Need to Know, the Red Pill University. Israeli lawmakers are now proposing five years in prison for those who, quote, deny or, quote, downplay the October 7th Hamas attacks. And if you talk about any of these events that were reported and say that they didn't happen, you can go to jail in Israel. This new bill proposes that anyone who publishes in writing or orally things that deny the October 7, 2023 massacre or downplays it or publishes praise, sympathy, or identification with the actions committed by Hamas in the events of that day will be sentenced to five years in prison. I remind you that the beheading of 40 Jewish babies and mass rape by Hamas along the other atrocities that were propagated, they've been debunked over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, we cover that. I forget who the gentleman's name was, but uh, he was part of the uh, the propaganda machine. He came flat out and says, you know, we just made that up. That, that didn't happen. Unfortunately, <laughs> if you go that, down that route and say it didn't happen, you could go to jail in Israel. So, folks, if you want to have a better idea of what happened on October 7th last year, I highly uh, suggest, I downright request that you go to StopWorldControl.com slash Israel. StopWorldControl.com slash Israel. Watch that. They interviewed uh, IDF soldiers. They interviewed all kinds of people. They got video footage. Folks, what happened on October 7th ain't what they told you happened. Not even a little bit. Folks need to get themselves educated as to what happened, what Hamas was doing, how Hamas did it. And by the way, I do want to remind you that Hamas was created by Bibi Netanyahu. That's documented as well. Got, uh, as a matter of fact, when Ron Paul was still in Congress, he was on the, on the uh, House floor explaining that Hamas was created by Bibi Netanyahu. Anyway, if you speak out in Israel, if you speak the truth, you can go to jail for five years. They don't like somebody challenging their propaganda and their lies. <sighs> oh, guess what? Oh, Bill Gates is throwing his hat into that ring, too. Get this. <laughs> Bill Gates' Microsoft is now threatening to disable computers of users who share so-called misinformation online. As Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum continue gearing up for the 2024 election season in the only way they know how, by working on an authoritarian plan to censor all opposition, criminalize so-called misinformation, 
steal the U.S. election, and install puppet governments in uh, penetrated liberal democracies around the world. So, Bill Gates wants to install some... I don't know how they would do that. He says he's threatening to disable the computers of users who share so-called misinformation. Oh, (laughs) you mean like safe and effective? Oh, you mean like ivermectin? Or, you know, uh, or uh, hydroxychloroquine? Remember all the doctors are saying, you know, this, this, this vaccine is killing people. Stu Peters did that uh, documentary, what was it, two years ago, Died Suddenly? You know, I mean, my gosh, can you imagine all the people who have been screaming about this for the past three years of the whole pandemic? All of a sudden, their computers go dark. Their operating systems <laughs> foul the britches or foul the bed, if you will. So, well, they are absolutely desperate to keep their propaganda machines going. Unbelievable. Oh, something else, uh, as we approach the 20-minute mark here, um, here's something to think about, okay? Now, let's say the you've got your liberals over here and you've got your conservatives over there, okay? Now, the liberals, of course, when Donald Trump started to run for president, they were all losing their minds, and, of course, when he got elected, they were saying that it's an, he was illegitimate and that there was voter fraud and it was Russia collusion, Russia, Russia, collusion, collusion, Russia, collusion, Russia. And then there was the impeachment. And then there was the, the, uh, the Moscow shower. And then they tried to accuse him of quid pro quo and all this other stuff. That, okay, well, wait a second. Let's think for a second. If Putin was going to collude to destroy America and he colluded to overturn the election and put Trump in there. But Trump didn't destroy America. He did the opposite. He built America up. So how does this this wash with the Democrat or or a liberal mindset? Remember, he got elected. He's going to get us into a world war. He's going to destroy everything. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. So Trump got in there and he did the opposite. He turned everything around. So if Putin colluded to put Trump in office... And Trump made America better. Okay, I'm just saying if. Okay. So, here we come to the 2020 election. Of course, there's more and more evidence coming forward, and we all know that that election was all screwed up. So, if Russia wanted to collude to destroy this country, would he put Trump in or would he put Biden in? He put Biden in, right? But he didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's like the, the, Putin and the Russians, they don't have to do anything to destroy this country. This country's destroying itself. You know, they got the RT uh, News Network, which is the Russian equivalent of CNN. And they're out there, you know, putting. they're not making up the propaganda. They're bringing the real journalists that have been ousted from the domestic media here. They're putting them on the air and letting them tell the truth. They don't have to lie. No. So, I mean, let the Democrats have it their way. Okay, was there Russia collusion? But that didn't work for you, did it? Oh, man. Anyway, we got a break coming up. There's a couple other points that I wanted to make here and see if we can't knock down some of the barriers between the right and the left. Oh, and by the way, there is a, a, a candidate in the state of Ohio. His name is Derek Myers. He's formerly with the FBI, and he's come out and make a public statement and says, yes. We were in the crowd on January 6th.
My goodness. Anyway, we'll be back in just a few minutes. I'm Dave Von Kleist, and this is the WTF Reports. Stay with me. Funky little things going on. Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story. It's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich... Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett at 602-799-8214 or by email at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net for a private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Casting from the most confused, dumbed-down, manipulated, and brainwashed nation on the face of the planet with news they hope you never hear. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the WTF Reports. It's coming up on 23 and a half minutes past the hour, whatever hour you're in. Yeah, we're going to tear the roof off the sucker, as they say. Touching upon a bunch of nerves, I'm sure. Just a, just a little quick uh, a little quick addendum. We were talking about Alejandro Mayorkas, 
And the vote to impeach him is, uh, well, we should find out about that shortly, how that's going. But uh, I want to remind you, I mean, there are, the Texas Democrat, what's his name, uh, Joaquin Castro, he's, he's a Democrat from uh, Texas. He's calling for the National Guard to come in there and, and seize control of the border. He wants that border open. And, you know, they're now saying that they may have to go against the federal government. The federal government wants, they're, they're really PO'd that all these states and all these governors around the country, they're sending all kinds of National Guard troops down there. There's truckers down there. There's all kinds of people because, you know, we have a government that's supposed to do the will of the people. The government's not doing the will of the people. The government is breaking their oath. And let me remind you, sec I'm sorry, the uh, United States Constitution. Yeah, this uh, GD piece of paper, as George Bush Jr. called it. Article 4, Section 4. I read, the United States shall guarantee to every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. That's what's going on down at the border. Our country is being invaded, and the federal government is facilitating it. That's why I was pointing out Alejandro Mayorkas, his previous job was to help immigrants get into the United States. He's very well versed at that. That's what he does. So they appoint him to Secretary of the Homeland Security, and what does he do? He gets immigrants to come in. And how dare you uh, protest, you peons, you trash. It says here, right here in the Constitution, the United States will guarantee a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. This government, this federal government, this is treason. There's no other way to put it, folks. How is it that treason is going on left and right and over here, over there, back in the back room, out in the front room? It's everywhere, folks. Oh, well, Super Bowl. Oh, well, that new movie's coming out. Oh, well, sleep on, bread and circuses. And God help you if you start ringing the bell or, or screaming from the rooftops or blowing the trumpet on the wall. They don't want you to be telling the truth out there. And like I said, you know, I just mentioned that before the break. Bill Gates is ordering. He's ordering the government to blacklist citizens who share non-mainstream content. They, don't want, they want only the, uh, the narratives to be out there. Anybody who strays from the narrative, they want to shut you down. Now, where the heck does Bill Gates get off ordering the government to blacklist citizens? Where did he get all that power? What about uh, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum? Did anybody vote for that? Did you vote for Agenda 2030? Does anybody vote for any of these globalist policies? What the heck is going on? Well, I will tell you. <clears throat> the overwhelming majority of the, uh, of the citizens of this country don't know what's going on. They don't have a clue. Now, getting back to this uh, insurrection, I'm going to play just a little bit of a clip here. Again, uh, this is Derek Myers. He's a candidate for Congress for the state of Ohio. And I'm just, he, he speaks a little slowly. 
But I'm just going to share just a little bit of this here. And uh, again, here's Derek Myers. Oh, there we go. Congressman in Ohio's 2nd Congressional District. I'm about to share with you some information that I feel the American people deserves to know. It's not a video that I wanted to make at first. In fact, it's something that I still don't really want to have to share with you. However, I must say the American people deserve to know the truth, and therefore I am sharing this video with you. Four months ago when I decided to run for this office, I shared this with my campaign manager and our campaign consultants with hopes that, they could, that it could be part of my platform. I wanted to tell the truth about what January 6th was. I wanted to tell the truth about our federal government. It was strongly advised that I not come public about that because it could hurt my campaign, it could hurt my polling numbers, and may cost me the election. More importantly, my base would possibly be upset with me with the fact that I'm about to share the information with you that I'm about to share. Many people have asked, is January 6th a setup? Were there undercover FBI agents or human assets inside the crowd of protesters at the Capitol on January 6th, 2021? And did those FBI agents or undercover human assets work to radicalize other protesters in order in order to storm the Capitol? I can tell you 100% definitively, without a doubt, that there were indeed undercover human assets and plainclothes FBI agents inside the crowd on January 6, 2021. I know this because I was the member of a program and recruited by the FBI to take part in such events. Kaboom! I was recruited in 2017 to be part of the FBI's program known as Confidential Human Assets or what we call um, field operatives. Essentially, as a field operative, it is our job to infiltrate organizations that are radicalized, gather information and intelligence, find out their next moves, take that information to the FBI, then go back to these organizations, help plan out what these organizations are going to do, record that information, attend these events, attend these protests, and help radicalize them, help get their aggression pent up, make them more angry, make them more upset, so that way the aggression would turn uh, violent as a result of our antagonistic um, ways of of angering these people. Okay, I uh, think we went to a break. Um, I wasn't watching the clock. I wasn't, you know, just captured by this guy. So, um, I don't know. Let's see. Hey, Julie, are we going to go to the break or uh, we're just going to let it run? Skip it, she says. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's my bad. I wasn't watching the clock. Uh, again, you were, you were just listening to uh, um, Derek Myers. He is, like I said, he's a candidate for Congress for the state of Ohio, and he's coming out and telling everybody, yes, the crowd was infiltrated with instigators from the FBI, provocateurs, if you will. He never used that word, but I'll use it. And all those poor folks that were arrested, there's over for, for three years, they're rotting in those prisons. They haven't had their day in court. They were convicted by the kangaroo January 6th committee. And as far as I'm concerned, every single one of those who were on that committee, they should be in jail. Anyway, I tell you what, let's uh, let's get the phone lines open. Uh, 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. And as, uh, as you're bellying up to the telephone bar, I just want to remind you folks that you know, division is what's taking this country down. Divide and conquer. 
They will do anything and everything they can to keep us fighting amongst ourselves so we don't see who the real, uh, the real culprits are. And I think for those of us who still have functioning gray matter, you're starting to realize that it's, it's not us, it's them. The federal government is at war with the American people. There's no other way to put it. Again, you got, you know, Alejandro Mayorkas basically opening up the border and letting millions of military age males into this country. And by the way, uh, the Muckracker report, I was going to mention that earlier. The Muckracker report um, sent a, a, a reporter down to Panama and to infiltrate groups that are coming north and going across the border. And my gosh, you wouldn't believe how much assistance that they're getting. This whole thing is planned. And Alejandro Mayorkas sitting on the board of the HIA, whatever the heck it is. And that's what he was doing for years. He was helping immigrants get into this country. So I guess that's the background that the Biden administration wanted when they put him in as Secretary of Homeland Security. He's real good at getting people into this country. Oh, that's the guy we need. Seems to me we should have a guy that's, you know, that's good and has a background in security. But uh, but no, <laughs> everything is upside down. But folks, we don't have to be fighting amongst each other. I have friends who have a liberal slant and I have friends who are conservative slant. You know, but that's okay. We don't have to hate each other. We got more in common than we realize. All you conservatives, you go over on this side of the room. All all you liberals go on that side of the room. Let me ask you a couple questions. Do you like war? No. Do you? No. Very good. Do you like the military industrial complex? No. Do you? No. Do you like big pharma? No. Do you? No. Sex trafficking? No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. How about chemicals in your food? You like that? No. No. How about the Federal Reserve? You like that? No. No. My gosh, we have so much in common. And Sun Tzu says, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. We got to learn from these wise people. Mm, mm, mm. And I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, uh, I mentioned a couple of minutes ago that NATO's Secretary General Jen Stoltenberger is coming to the United States. You know, the next thing we're going to see is U.N. troops coming in here. For all I know, they're already here. As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, I think you could bet, you know, dollars to donuts. There are lots of U.N. troops in here. Just because they're not wearing that uniform and a blue helmet doesn't mean they're not U.N. troops. As a matter of fact, a couple months ago, I remember I was uh, I was listening to a podcast. I forget which one it was, but uh, there was a, a police officer, and he was saying that there are uh, police uh, uh, departments all over the country that have back rooms that are supplied with uniforms and supplies that are marked for the UN. In other words, they've already got staging facilities in place. So if they've got staging facilities in place for for U.N. troops to come in here stealthily in plain clothes across the border without anybody knowing, well, what about Chinese troops? Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Yeah, right. 
that was one of the things that uh, in the Muckraker report, they, there was uh, several different stopping areas, and they were just filled with Chinese nationals. Chinese nationals. And they, the, the signage there was in Chinese. So don't tell me it's not happening, folks. It is happening. And maybe it has to happen. I hate to say that, but maybe maybe America needs to be brought to its knees before they wake up. You know, they say you got to sometimes smack the donkey between the eyes with a two-by-four to get his attention. Well, maybe that's where we're at. I don't know. I certainly hope not. I would think that the people listening to this broadcast are, you know, are not, you know, part of that group that's uh, completely ignorant and being led around by the mainstream media. And they're just lying through their teeth over and over and over again. I just can't. You know, once you become aware of how they play this game, and yeah, I've been aware of it for a long time, ever since, uh, well, since Waco. Yeah. All the way back in the early 90s. And then, of course, the Oklahoma City bombing. I mean, I just couldn't believe how much garbage was being put out there as factual. But that's what uh, that's got me. That's what got me tumbling down the rabbit hole. You know, I mean, I saw that, and plus the first Gulf War, when I was I was working at WTNH uh, Channel 8 in New Haven, Connecticut, an ABC affiliate, and watching raw feeds coming over from the Gulf during the first Gulf War. And then that evening, uh, Peter Jennings on World News Tonight basically lied. I saw the footage with my own eyes of bodies being pushed into a common grave, into a pit. And it was apartment buildings and playgrounds in the background. Peter Jennings came on and said there were no civilian casualties because America was using smart bombs. I said, you lying monster. You expletive deleted. That's like I said, that's what got me going. That's what really got me fired up there because I'd also had a friend of mine who'd given me a Bible. It was the first Bible I'd had since I was in my teens. And I just opened it up. It took me to Ezekiel chapter 33, which says that God told the people, assign a watcher on the wall. When he sees the sword come up on the land, you are to blow the trumpet. If you blow the trumpet and the people don't listen, their blood is on their own heads. However, if you see the sword coming upon the land and you don't blow the trumpet, their blood is on your head. I said, dude, I don't want that. So that's, I mean, you either stand in the light or you hide in the darkness. And I made my decision a long time ago. Damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. Whatever it takes, if it's the truth, then it needs to be spoken. And boy, I'll tell you, these monsters, they can't stand the truth coming out. They really can't. They're shaking. They are fouling their britches. Especially now, you know, this the January 6th non-insurrection. And this, uh, this de- very brave uh, candidate for Congress, Derek Myers for Ohio. I wonder how many other whistleblowers are going to come out and tell the truth. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's see. Get somebody in here. 512-248-8252. Come on, belly up to the bar. I want to hear what you're thinking about this. Wait, how do you think it's going to go on the vote for uh, impeachment of uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas? Think it's going to be? Uh, you think it's they're going to pull them out of there? I sure hope so. There's so much information coming out. There really is, and I'm still fired up. You know they they're sending, like I said, the billions of dollars over there to Ukraine. I mean, this is such a money laundering, corrupt thing, and they're holding your your country hostage. If you don't send the money to Ukraine or Israel, 
and Israel, we won't close the border. Neener, neener, neener. We'll leave the border open and let you guys deal with it. Oh, and if you try to deal with it, we'll bring in U.N. troops or we'll bring in the federal government to stop you from putting up that wall. Don't you see, folks? The federal government is at war with us, the people. We, the people. Oh, man, where the heck are the white hats? They're supposed to take care of this stuff. Anyway, uh, let's go to the phones. Say hi to James in Vancouver. Sounds to me like you're a first-time caller. Are you first-timer? Yes, sir. I'm first-time talking to you. Uh, I was just going (laughs) to remark that... You get the whistle. Thanks. Sorry? I I just blew the whistle. First-time caller gets the whistle, so I was just welcoming you with the whistle. (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, I was going to remark that Peter Jennings is dead. He died of cancer. And his uh, deep uh, world order, new world order buddies didn't give him the cure. So, mm-hmm. there you no. go. Very good. On the well, other hand, Kissinger, Kissinger lived to be 100 years old. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't help but th- so, think uh, of the movie uh, V for Vendetta. And that one guy saying, <laughs> why won't you die? <laughs> it's because you can't kill right. an idea. Oh, man. Well, anyway, um, uh, thanks for taking my call, and, uh, well, we'll talk to you soon then. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in, taking the time, and I'm glad to have you on. You're up there in Vancouver, so we're getting across the border. Wow. that's one. getting here. All right, sir. Thank you. Bye now. Excellent. Excellent. 512-248-8252. The lines are open if you want to join the madness on this particular radio show. And boy, this hour is just shooting by. I can't believe it. We're already at the 41-minute, almost 42-minute mark. Goodness gracious. Go, time goes by when you're having a good time. Okay, so uh, like I said before you took the call, we've got to somehow overcome our differences. And yes, we're not going to be 100%. Some people are pro-life. Some people, you know, are, uh, are you know, pro-choice. You know, some people believe in the Second Amendment. Some people want gun control. I mean, these are debates that are going to go on and on and on. But overall, when you, like I said, when you're thinking about all, you know, and those, by the way, those bullet points, those topics are the buzzwords that, the, that both Republicans and Democrats use to make people get pissed off. They do this on purpose to keep people fighting amongst themselves. But when it comes to the really important issues about war, military-industrial complex, uh, chemtrails, chemicals in our food, sex trafficking, big pharma, Federal Reserve, I mean, all of these things affect every single one of us in a negative way. And I don't care if you're blue or red or left or right or Republican or Democrat, they affect all of us in a negative way. And people, if they'll just take the time to look, you'll see it. We don't have to be fighting against each other. Because if we lose this country, I mean, here's where it, what it comes down to, folks. If we lose our Constitution, if America falls, it, it won't make any difference what you think. It won't make any difference where you stand on an issue. If they want everybody to have abortions, well, then there will be abortions. Don't forget about, you know, you, you believe in life, you know, right to life. Doesn't make any difference. You know, you believe in the Second Amendment, you know, the the right to keep and bear arms. But if the powers that be says, "Uh uh-uh, you don't, 
Well, guess what? You lose that right. It'd be over, folks. Absolutely. And that's why we have to somehow overcome our differences and realize that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's real simple. Anyway, I just, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going back to Fannie Willis. Oh, she is in such trouble. She is big time, big time trouble. Oh, and of course, you know, this whole thing is, is uh, it, they're all linked together. Fannie Willis and Jack Smith and uh, what's her name from uh, the state of New York? I'm having a senior moment. I can't remember her name right now. But they were all in touch with the White House. This has all been a huge situation of colluding to do whatever that they can to hinder Trump's ability to run or Trump's ability to do business. They want him to be barred from business in New York. They, what was it? 83, some obscene amount of money that they want to uh, uh, charge him uh, to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Confiscate. You know? And what's her name? Oh, gosh. Uh, that was awarded, what, $87 billion or something crazy like that and with her uh, uh, accusation of rape. And then she gets on MSNBC and there she's giggling with Rachel Maddow about going shopping. Wow. And her lawyer's sitting right next to her, sort of giving her the elbow. Like, shut up, shut up. It's a joke, she says. Oh, man. So we're just going to have to see how this is all going to play out. I want to hear how you feel about that. The phone phone lines are quiet right now. I guess everybody's, uh, I don't know, maybe you got a Super Bowl hangover or something. I certainly hope not. You know, I'm so sick of the Super Bowl thing. Yes, I sat down and I watched parts of it. And uh, I basically, I wanted to see what would, what was going to happen with the uh, halftime show. Because last year's halftime show was just in your face, satanic worship. I was, uh-oh, uh-oh, what are they going to do this year? I didn't see that this year. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of dancing and jumping around and stuff like that, you know, whoop-de-doo. But, uh, but no, I didn't see any of that type of imagery this time. And I just, I can't help but think, you know, what's happened to music? It's not, there's no more performers anymore. I mean, in the halftime show, they did have some girl come up there and play a guitar solo. But you don't see any musician. You see the musicians, they're way in the background. What's really important you need to focus on is the dancing. The dancing and the grabbing and the jumping and yeehaw and say, what happened to concerts? I mean, when musicians actually played. I don't know. Man. Well, there's still concerts out there. I mean, there's some really good bands, but they're certainly not getting into the mainstream. There's one, uh, one band called Lawrence. And uh, my gosh, they are fantastic. Really a very talented uh, brother and sister. Uh, Grace and Clyde Lawrence. Great music. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting here for somebody to give me a call. It's, it's wide open. You want to join me? It's 512-248-8252. Uh, let's see. There's so many different things here that I've got. I, mean, I got. When I got my computer up, I must have 25 tabs here, 25 tabs open. Okay, let me see. Where was that other audio clip? Oh, there was one that was really important. Oh, yes, the elderly man with poor memory won't face charges. Oh, that, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, gosh. Jill Biden lost her mind the other day. Uh, of course, the Department of Justice put out this statement that, uh, yeah, well, they were questioning whether or not Joe Biden was mentally uh, capable 
of carrying on as President of the United States. Okay? So the DOJ comes out and they said, well, they, and I quote, he's an elderly man with poor memory and he won't face charges. So, well, 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 wait a second. If he's not competent to face charges, how is he competent to run the country? Does anybody get that? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, and he went on, he, went, he made like four blunders in that uh, press conference the other day. And then when he was leaving the podium, somebody asked him a question. He turned around and went back to the podium. And Jill is over there going, no, no, get him out of there. Get him out of there. And, and he got up there and went blah, 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 and just put his foot in it again. <sighs> All right, let's go to the phones. Randolph in South Dakota. How to do? How are you? Are you a first-time caller? First-time caller. What's that? First-time caller. <laughs> There you go. Welcome to there the WTF we reports. Glad to have you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like your energy. I love your energy. You got good energy. I like. Well, uh, thank you. I, I try to keep it up. <laughs> I got I got something I want to share with with everybody. I I come across the, the CorbettReport.com. Yep. O r b e t t report.com. Yeah, he's got some really awesome documentaries. I've been listening to a lot of them. It's never too late to learn about history so that we can uh, go into the future and choose the right paths. Right. Well, if you forget your history, you're destined to repeat it, as they say. Yeah. Well, he's got some really good ones. I, I uh, recommend uh, people got time to go to go on his site and and uh, look at some of that stuff. Yeah, James Corbett's been around there for a long time. I appreciate you throwing it out there. And uh, the listeners yep. would be well advised to go and check out that website because he puts a lot of good stuff out there. Okay. Well, that's about all I got, and I yield. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for the call, Randolph. All okay, right, let's see. We have – um, I just want to make sure I don't mess up here. Yeah, we've got a break coming up in about 30 seconds. So, Tom in Utah, you stay right where you are. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I mean, I'm, this is what the no third month. I started this show in December. So I'm just working on the third month here of being back on the radio for after, gosh, what, 13 years? Something like that. It feels good to be back on. It's sort of like, you know, you never forget how to, uh, how to ride a bike. So, uh, anyway, we're going to take our break. And when we get back, we'll move quickly. We got uh, two more callers, but that's a short segment. So stick around, folks. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. Thank you for tuning in to the WTF Reports. We'll be right back. Every rule you break, every job you take, and every dime you make, we'll be watching you. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. 
Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the population of... Wait for you to start to get honest. We can't wait for you to start to be true. We can't wait for you to finally discover... Media. CNN. MSNBC. Face the music. Understanding that there's no place to run. See the faces turn white as the people unite. Watch the roaches take flight as you turn on the light. You won't be trusted. No, you won't. Back to the final segment of today's WTF reports. And yeah, I wrote that song 28 years ago, folks. You won't be trusted anymore. Dedicated towards the mainstream media. They lied then and they're lying now. Let's go back to the phones and we'll go real quick. Everybody be quick. We've only got a short segment here. Tom in Utah, welcome aboard. Thank you for calling. What you got? I'm a second time caller, but I, I just want to let you know a friend of my friend is my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you ever go back in the archives of Joyce Riley and find me there as one of her guests several times? Anyway, just wanted to tell you, and you could do that off air anyway. I had two experiences in D.C. proving me to me the absolute security of the, the, the mall, 
mm-hmm. capital, you know, and all the facilities. One time with Dennis Kucinich, the next time with Fran Drescher, the beautiful nanny from TV. Oh, yeah. Everybody saw me and her together, and she gave me a really loving embrace. And from oh, that point nice. on, I was accepted by every office without even having to be uh, had scanned or anything for security because they thought, oh, if he's, if he's a friend of Fran Drescher, he must be the friend of everybody, and he must <laughs> be important. Anyway, yeah, there's no way that the uh, January 6th thing, uh, how to say, ex- occurred except they allowed it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that the truth will come out and uh, their heads will roll. At least I certainly hope they will. Hey, Tom, thank you for the call. I got uh, room for one more caller and I I look forward to hearing you call in again. Uh, Let's go to Wisconsin and say hello to Jason. Jason, thank you for calling. You first timer? Yep, I'm a first timer. (laughs) Welcome aboard (laughs) to the WTF reports. What do you got? (laughs) Uh, Biden should be in prison. There's no other way about it. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of them should be in prison. Well, you can put Fauci in there. You can put the Obamas in there. You can put Clinton in there. Oh my gosh! Please, <laughs> please, not that. Anything but that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I All right. Well, <laughs> I certainly hope you know. I hope that the truth will come out this year. This year is going to be crazy. It really is. There's so much yes, that's going is. to hit the fan this year. I hope people are getting ready for it. You're going to not not just be ready as far as you know, having ammo, food. Not or, food items. Yeah, food items <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the stuff that you're going to need. But you're going to need to be prepared spiritually. This is a spiritual war, folks. Good versus yep. evil. So, anyway, hey, thanks you're for the right call, Jason. God. I look forward to hearing from you again, which is going to wrap it up for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm Dave Von Kleist. This is WTF Reports. We'll see you on Thursday. Simple with Kalwara Shilaji, fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilaji makes other substances more effective.
Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 